Welcome to the Pop Culture Researcher, Episode Two. I'm your host Eva Tsai. Today, our guest is Judy Zhu, Zhu Jieping. She's currently an editor for a cultural magazine with a focus on Taoyuan County and city. She holds a master's degree in mass communication from my university, NTNU. That is also how I knew her in the first place. Judy wrote a very interesting master's thesis. The title is "When a Wife Falls in Love with the Mistress." The title actually refers to an ongoing story in the Taiwanese soap opera "Ordinary Love." Shi Jianqing. "Ordinary Love" was aired on weekdays at 8 p.m. from September 2013 to July 2015, almost two years. It had 437 episodes, with each episode lasting 70 minutes long. A lot of things can happen in two years, especially in a primetime soap opera. One such development was a love story between two women, widely known as the Yao Ting affair. Yao is a professor who originally sought revenge on Ting, who is having an affair with her husband. But the two end up falling in love, even forming their own family with a child. The primary audience of such local soap operas tends to be middle-aged and the elderly groups. Judy is curious about how these groups interpret the GL girls' love narrative. Which does not typically appear in a very popular sort of soap opera. This kind of soap opera is known as xiangtuju, literally dramas about home soil. Basically, xiangtuju is Taiwanese speaking rather than Mandarin speaking, and it depicts multi-generation family sagas and struggles, and it appeals to the value of southern, rural, and working-class culture in Taiwan. Judy is not a regular viewer of primetime soap operas. She does identify herself as a boys' love BL comic book reader. She has a general interest in popular culture depicting fluid gender and sex roles. So, how does she decide to study the elderly audience of ordinary love, and how does she approach them with her research interest? I found the subject while browsing BBS forums with an interest in LGBT issues. Someone had mentioned there is a girls' love narrative in Shantuju, so I started watching it. To my surprise, the TV show takes the development. Quite seriously, it carefully depicts their attraction to each other and changes in their thoughts and feelings. The Yaoting affair is special because it is kind of hidden in Shangpuju. Many BBS posts were asking whether such positive depiction could influence some parents. Some of the gay or lesbian viewers say they were nervous when the characters came out in the story, especially when they have not come out. To their family, so my study set out to look at these questions. I was Judy's advisor. At one point, I urged her to study gay and lesbian audiences. The LGBT communities have paid attention to the soap opera. Less, a local lifestyle magazine with a lesbian focus, has reported on ordinary love. Yes, both you and the advisors had suggested that I study the、uh, study the lesbian audience rather than the elders groups. But I still want to know how people like my grandpa feel about it. You know, the subject of gender and sex just would not come up naturally in conversation with the elderly. Xiangtuju seems like a good medium for young people and elderly to discuss their imagination about gender and sex. In Judy's study, she interviewed 19 soap opera viewers, age ranging from 50 to 83. I asked Judy to talk about how she found her informants and how she approached them. I found many informants from small eateries. That's where the soap opera would be shown regularly. The owners and the customers would even insist on watching certain channels. At that time, if anyone mentioned even in passing that their relative was watching the show, I would just go. So in the end, Taipei, Taichung, Kaohsiung, and Taoyuan, I would ask them, "Do you know there is a lesbian story in Ordinary Love?" 
Oh, I probably didn't use lesbian. I find it like the story about the wife and the mistress being together. Most of the informants in Judy's study spoke the dialect Taiwanese, Taiyu. Judy understands Taiyu, but like many young people, she doesn't speak the dialect that often. So she brought her mom along for some interviews. I really try my best to express what I want to say, but my vocabulary is limited, and I often uh, simplified it. For example, Ting was carrying the child of Yao's husband. Eventually, the two women raised the child together. I want to ask my informants, do you think it is possible? They clearly have some trouble understanding what I'm trying to express at that moment. My mom would step in and help me to turn the question into something quite elegant. I was really grateful to her. In a different study that looked at the gay and lesbian audience response to a film, my informants had been exposed to gender theories and LGBT activism. So our conversations sound bookish. By comparison, informants for this study are much more direct in their expression. Judy interviewed both men and women. Some male informants made a strong impression on her. At the beginning, the audience would try to cover up that they are regular viewers of Zhang Tuju. They say Zhang Tuju appeals to low classes. It's embarrassing to be watching it. But as our conversation continued, I found that I found they paid more attention to the show than their wives. Soap opera easily run hundreds of episodes, but they knew what's going on. What did Judy find in her study? Understanding how audiences interpret popular text is interesting because they bring their feelings and similar experience into the interpretation. They may change their minds as they watch. One mother I met came to accept the Yao Ting relationship because the two of them take care of each other and have formed a family with a child. So I was quite moved because my research seemed to have really answered the questions that uh, were posed on BBS forums. To some of the audience, they probably don't know the rele- relevant gender and sex knowledge or e- even the concept of same-sex attraction. But because they watch the soap opera every day, the characters become kind of like their family. So it's like they have been through a family member coming out to them. In that sense, Shantuji allows such audience to visually be on the scene of same-sex relationship. I asked Judy to comment on the representation of lesbian characters in Ordinary Love. Most of the lesbian characters in, say, youth film were more like literary types. Their interactions tend to spiritual and cultivated, but Yao and Ting behave just like people we could meet in our life. Each of the two characters are quite striking in their own way. For example, Yao, the wife, is intellectual and capable, but she's not like a stereotypical strong woman. A stereotype would be short hair, masculine, butch, lesbian. As a character, Yao is just a capable female you could meet in life. At first, Yao behaves more like an elderly sister. She was going to seek revenge, but she warned up to Ting, thinking, what a silly girl, got cheated by my husband. As for uh, as for Ting, she adores Yao, but she speaks up for Yao when she was under attack. In its history, Xiang Tuju is not considered the most progressive TV genre, especially when it comes to representations of gender relations. However, Taiwanese soap operas have a special characteristic. That is, they are very responsive to the current affairs in society. Last night's news could end up on tonight's story development. This reflects rushed conditions of TV production.
It is also effective in boosting ratings. The Yaoting affair developed along with the public debates on same-sex marriage bill in 2014. The bill was proposed by a grassroots group to legalize same-sex marriage, civil partnerships, and multi-member families. It received intense supportive and anti-reactions from various groups, especially that year. Chantuju can be easily looked down in Taiwan, partly because it adopts humorous, crucial plots, and that is including current issues in a non-serious way. Compared to other Taiwanese or Japanese TV shows, it is taken that serious. On top of that, Chantuju must deliver the ratings. Someone slaps somebody, the rating goes up instantly. And that's how you end up with sensational stories. But the important thing is the script writers are willing to give the girls' love lot a shot. It could be uh, motivated by the current public debate or whatever, but it did not end cheaply. That has to be reckoned with. I mean, straight people and gay people don't live in the different worlds. The inclusion of same-sex story in Shantouji is significant. The wife and the mistress were supposed to love the same guy, but instead they feel for each other. This is something that could happen in real life. This inclusion is important. Gay and lesbian film are not the only places where same-sex issues can be re represented. Rather, any media could touch upon the experience. That's what ordinary love has done. The struggles for same-sex rights and marriage equality are ongoing in Taiwan. Judy's study revealed that popular culture has participated in raising awareness and even changing minds. In May 2017, Taiwan's top court ruled in favor of same-sex marriage. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pop Culture Researcher. It is produced, interviewed, and mixed by Eva Tsai. There is a Mandarin version of this episode where you can hear Judy's Mandarin-speaking voice. We are pleased to have Judy dub her own interview in English. Our episode image is a fan art of Ordinary Love by artist Hanukara. She has kindly given permission to use her work. Please check out the episodes and the artwork. See you next time.